Hello, everyone, and welcome to the eighth episode of the Comeuppance Reviews podcast. I'm Brett from Comeuppance Reviews. Hey, I'm Ty. And um, today we're going to be talking blood, I suppose, and we'll talk more about that later, but we'll, <laughs> which sounds weird to say. And, I know. But um, we're going to be talking about another trend in the during the VHS days and beyond. And that's why so many movies had blood in the title. So we're going to do what we did in prior episodes where we're just going to talk about the blood movies that we have on comeuppanceviews.net and we'll have a nice discussion. Yeah, it should be fun. And people want these rundowns of the titles. You know, if you get bored by this, please tell me. Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. And if there's still, we're happy to do it. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, if you think this is, you know, going off the rails or whatever, <laughs> feel free probably to tell will. Us. I'll probably say something ridiculous probably oh. shortly. Or, so, or maybe sing. Or sing. I might sing. There might be something related to this uh, title I might sing. I won't say. Oh, okay. All right. Um, but before we get into the whole blood uh, scenario. Um, uh, hey, bro. I just want to say that. Ep8. It's pretty good. Like, oh, yeah. Ep8, yes. <laughs> I know. That's pretty good. Uh, we're almost in double digits that's great we'll be double digit very soon but let's uh do our Uh, usual well um, well before we even do anything before that you know in the in the prior episode um where we talked about people that should have been action stars oh yeah with the uh, rye guy yes with uh, our buddy ryan and shout out to him hi ryan um um we have a couple more <laughs> that we wanted to throw in. Yeah, um, we forgot. Well, we thought of these new ones after the episode. And we had a listener suggestion. Yes. Well, I could do that one first. Okay, so do the listener our, suggestion. Uh, friend, Hillbillies underscore Horas VHS, he suggested Dion Sanders. <laughs> so, <laughs> that was a good so, one because I thought we could team up with Howie Long, you know. I'm well, perfect. Well, football, but that was a funny one. Good yes. one, but. And anyone who's seen the VHS box or the poster for Firestorm <laughs> knows that he has the squarest head in show business, <laughs> as I've been saying for years. Um, yeah, classic square head. Yeah, it, his head is square. Howie Long, it, we're saying, by the way. Howie, Howie Long. Long. I don't know specifically the details of the dimensions of Deion Sanders' head. I, I was more talking about... <laughs> Yeah. Howard Long. Howard Long's uh, square head. <laughs> but yeah, and if you don't believe me, just uh, Google the picture of Firestorm, and I think your reaction, your reaction will be, yeah, he does have a square head. <laughs> That's what we all say, like, you know what, that guy has a square head, dude. <laughs> and it also looks very confused. Yeah, it's like, huh? 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 Um, it's not like the huh from William Baldwin in Maximum Impact. Huh? Well, that's a very intense huh. Yeah, that's all he did in that movie. You just look at a Skype. Uh, camera if you <laughs> that episode we have continuity on this show <laughs> oh, well thank goodness for that we've got to have something um but yes we like the Deion sanders suggestion um, um he did have an album um i, think I had it i had the i might still have it actually because i used to buy actor albums like right. danny aiello and frank stallone and of course peter Joe gallagher Pesci, peter gallagher oh. and Joe. go ahead oh i was just gonna say and also not one but two steven seagal albums yeah. I still have those songs from the crystal cave and Mojo priest. Yes. And they're blues albums, right? Yeah. They're mostly blues, but the songs in the crystal cave was like, had some tech semi techno in it. I'm trying to interesting right now, but I don't know. It's something about like dance, 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 dance. <laughs> <laughs> well, and if you want to see something to that effect, watch attrition. 
Yeah, he does. I think one of his songs, you know, in the in the yeah. credits. Yeah, which is one of the best parts of a movie we liked, Attrition. Yeah, but that is, uh, yeah, but that is a highlight. Yes. So go ahead. You have some other ones, right? Oh yeah, I have a couple more. I don't want to take up too much time because people probably, if you listen to the last episode, we spent you know a long time talking about this. But I didn't want to forget Duff. Right. And I. I believe her name is Karen Duffy. She was an MTV VJ, and I think she would be good because she's attractive, but also she's kind of tough, you know. That's perfect. That's like I said, perfect for the site or perfect for the list. And I have uh, a real one. Yes, go ahead. Which is Robert Redford. But we t- we're talking about why this makes sense. And oh yeah, if, yes. If you remember what we said. I do. Which is, he's kind of a cool-looking guy. He could have been a tough action star, like a Death Wish. Or a younger Death Wish back in the seventies, perfect. Right, and also you know action was big at the time, especially throughout the eighties. And Robert Redford obviously is one of the biggest actors out there, so that would have been a, a really big deal, I think. It, it, it could have been a yes, movie. Yes, it would have been, a, and I think it would have been a huge hit because people love action, people love Robert Redford. That's um, perfect. And then we have a silly one. It's uh, uh, Judy Dench. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's Dench. Um, Did you have any reason beyond the fact that it's silly, or did you have? I thought you said that that one almost made sense. It almost makes sense because you know she's kind of a tough British lady. You know, (laughs) she takes you know you know she pities no fool like Mr. T. So I never thought that comparison would ever arise. (laughs) (laughs) Where someone compare someone legitimately is comparing Judy Dench to Mr. T. Yeah, I think it's true. <laughs> All right, so but those are the only ones we have. We we didn't want to spend too much more time on this, but we said, well, we should probably mention those. And hopefully, uh, well, I know we had a brief microphone issue just now, but hopefully, people heard my singing of the Steven Seagal song, and maybe I'll sing it later. <laughs> um, I Again. do believe that was captured, so I don't okay. think you have to worry. <laughs> okay, so now we can get to uh, our the, main, the topic, the yes. main topic of the day. Yes. Okay. Blood movies. So if you go once again to comeupwithdrews.net and you go to the bees and you scroll down and there's blood, 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 blood. There's a lot of blood. Um, yeah. So we thought we'd look at that and we would talk about yeah. some of those movies. I don't know if we could really go into a great detail about why that is kind of like we did with the street movies where we kind of broke that down as to yeah, why. That, down. that was interesting. And maybe we could try to do that, but I, I, can, I, but I think it's going to be almost similar answer. It's like, well, blood's hot. <laughs> <laughs> They're hot blooded. Hot blooded, like a classic foreigner. Yes. But we have 22 blood movies on the website. And you are going to read them. You're going to just read off the list. As and then, usual, I'm going and, to read the titles. Okay, so uh, just you know, obviously this isn't every blood movie in the world. This is no, just the this is just the ones we've reviewed to date on our site and take it away okay here we go we have blood and bone blood deaths blood fist one blood fist two <laughs> blood i think fist, i see where this is going yeah. yeah get ready for the third one blood fist three force to fight blood fist four die trying blood fist five human target blood fist six ground zero and blood fist 2050 so that's the roundup of the Blood Fist movies. Then we have Blood for Blood, which is a really awesome one. Blood Hands. Blood Link. Blood Match. Boo. Blood Moon. Blood on the Badge. Blood Red. <laughs> Blood Ring. 
Bloodsport 1, Bloodsport 3, we have not seen the second one yet, <laughs> Blood Street, Blood Trail, and Blood Warriors. Okay, now, as far as the Blood Fist movies, the Blood Fist series goes up to number 8, I believe, right? But it, it, but it's on, we, on the site, we have it under a different title, I think Hard Way Out. Yeah, that's the tape we saw, and I just put it there in the H's. So H's, there's like Blood Fist 6 or 5. <laughs> But we have all eight, right? Yeah, we do now, yes. We watched um, Manhunt a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, that's not on the site yet, but it will be. So then we'll have the complete Blood Series series on the website very soon. Right, the Blood Fist series, right? Yeah, yeah, I said Blood Fist, right? Blood Fist series. (laughs) All right, so I just wanted to clear that up, so I don't want people to think we're missing any Blood Fist movies, because... We're not. Just... Well, because that's what Roger Corman would do. He would take a movie that was unrelated to Blood Fist, but it <laughs> might happen to have Don the Dragon Wilson. And then later on, it would say, OK, yeah, this is Blood Fist. Uh, yeah, eight, yeah, whatever. And yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, Blood Fist 7, uh, Hard Way Out. Uh, OK, it's in Ireland. Uh, OK, bye. <laughs> right. So it might, you know, the genesis of the movie might not have anything to be, you know, to do with Blood Fist. But then they was oh, yeah. retitled that way. The first two are related or maybe no, the first two are related. Blood Fist 1 and Blood Fist 2. Because he stars as Jake Ray. And he, uh, he first one's a punch fighter. Second one's like a punch fighter. <laughs> but it's like, um, it's like an, on an island, if you remember Blood Fist 2. Yes. But and gonna, Go in order. We have to uh, zoom back to Blood and Bone. Um, well, yeah, that's a newer one with Michael J. White. Yes. Well, it's funny you say new. It's over 10 years old now. <laughs> well, in my mind, that's <laughs> a is, newer. That's a new movie. And it was a good one, from what I remember. <laughs> well, I mean, Michael J. White is very reliable and um, usually yeah. does good stuff. You got Black Dynamite, you got Blood and Bone. Eh, well, Spawn, not so hot, but not his fault. <laughs> right. Um, but uh, but Blood Link, obviously, that's we more of a whole... Blood well, Link no, is... I, just, I just wanted to remember to mention that that's not really an action movie. It was... Yeah, horror movie, Michael Morarty. But you had it on the site because that was when the site first started, and I think you were just looking to put on anything. I need anything. I needed. I needed product. Needed material. So well, much like, like uh, the video stores of the, you know, much like the video stores of the eighties. Yeah, I remember in the back in the day, like oh, I need. Uh, I had like six posts a day I put on because I need material. I had to watch movies and yeah, kind of interesting. Now we just do one a week. <laughs> well, you know, uh, the Easter egg adventure and Roe v. Wade. Love Chronicles. Yeah, Love Chronicles. I was trying to be the first one to review it. No, on IMDb. IMDb. So, you know, we see those posts on YouTube that's first. Hi, guys. <laughs> hey, that's your YouTube impression. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the, okay, so, well, Anything what else you got? I, I mean, it was a quality punch fighting movie. Eamon Walker was a, did a good job as the villain. There was some Wang Chung in the soundtrack. <laughs> right. Movie. And that wasn't movie. originally supposed to be Wang Chung, as I oh, remember. Right. Do you? I think it was supposed to be ABBA. Oh, okay. And then it's like they couldn't get the rights or something, so they changed it to Dance Hall Days. Still a good song. Dance um, Hall Days? Yeah. <laughs> See, out of all eight episodes, I believe you've sung in every... That's just a coincidence, because I just can't help but sing, you know. Well, you were born to sing. I, guess. I was born to sing. I'm living my truth, you guys. <laughs> Hi, guys. And you're, and you're living out loud. 
Yeah, living out loud, living my truth. It's all the classics. <laughs> or some stupid cliche or another. Yeah, I know. Oh. Classic cliche, like New Year, New Me. You know, this is the first of 2020 <laughs> episode, by the way. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> so it's New Year, New Podcast. <laughs> well, actually, no, it's not. It's the same podcast as we've done for the prior seven episodes <laughs> exactly. as we did in 2019. So far, there's been no changes, but yeah, um, won't be any changes. Yeah, New Year. <laughs> Old there, that's better. That's more realistic. <laughs> Let's um, see. We have Blood Debts. That was a good one, right? It was Richard Harrison. Oh yeah. Godfrey Ho or I think it was or, Teddy Page. Oh Teddy Page, right, right, right. Um, now is that one of the? That's not one of the movies where he wears a headband that says Ninja on it. No, he does not. He does not use a Garfield phone either. Unfortunately. Oh, that that is unfortunate. The ending is very uh, funny because you see a bunch of it on YouTube. I don't want to say anything that happens to it, but there's a funny coda at the end. Don't say it unless there's people out there that haven't seen it. And there is a good chance of that because not a lot of people have seen Blood Debts. Um, Yeah, check it out if you want to take a look at kind of a funny coda ending. Just go on uh, Blood Debts ending on YouTube. You'll find it. You'll laugh. So don't give that away. And the VHS. You have it, right? You have that. No, no, I don't have it. No. I, I said I just, I just did my inventory of my VHS and it's not in there. Yeah, I don't have a copy of that either, so maybe I'll try to get a copy soon. Because that's a classic movie. Why? Well, I, I think I had Fireback, not Blood Debts. So. Well, the, the Fireback has a great cover. We has that giant gun. Oh, awesome. We didn't really get the use of the classic. Yeah, come on, Harrison. <laughs> well, I, I believe it is in the movie. It's in the movie, but you get to wait almost 89 minutes and a half to wait for the gun. <laughs> Well, it's almost like no time to die with the laser. There's not a lot of laser. Oh, that's right. It was minimal laser. You know, and they build it up as this big JPL laser movie, and not yeah, so much. Yeah, we were just bored out of our skulls from what I remember. I think it's one of our, you know, kind of, you know, lowered starred reviews on the site because it was like nothing happened. <laughs> well, but now we can move on to the next blood movie and erase the memory of No, no time, time to Die. die. <laughs> sure. Not to be confused with A Time to Die with the Tracy Lords movie. Oh, yes, A Time to Die. And there's that funny kid she has, like, I'm going to smash you, which is like yeah. the kids playing a bunch of toys. Yes, and, and I'm going to smash you. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yes, kid. <laughs> well, there's usually a kid in. There's usually a kid oh. in movies. You notice that when, our, when you first started the website back up, you got um, Firehead has a funny kid, and um, of course, Stealth Fighter has a funny yeah, kid. Yeah, that has a good kid in that. Uh, Lisa, no, I'm sorry, Sarah Damp. Yeah, that was Sarah Damp. Lisa Boynton was Balance of Power. Yeah, yeah good memory. Um, yeah, so we, we mentioned these already, but Blood Fist is the next one. Uh, you know, Don the Dragon. <laughs> well, I mean, these are more readily available in video stores. Like, you could go into almost any video store and they have a, at least one Blood Fist. It's pretty cool, actually. If you have a Blood Fist in your video store and back in the day, you're cool. <laughs> But then they pushed it too far when they went to Blood Fist 8. You can just probably just kind of run these down quick. You know, Blood Fist 2 was in jail or prison or island jail, as you said. Blood Fist 3 is in actual jail. <laughs> right, Richard Roundtree. Richard Roundtree was in Blood Fist 3. And then Blood Fist 4, he was a repo man. Remember that? Yes, yes. Gary uh, in like in a parking lot. I think I watched, I watched the last year during my Don the Dragon a thon. So that was fun. I mean, he's no repo Jake, but who could be? 
Or Jake, or I guess we could say uh, Corey Michael Eubanks, but <laughs> yes, yeah, we talked about in the Repo Jake review how repoing was pretty hot for like a couple of years. That's interesting, uh, but now no one really cares anymore. Well, I guess there was Repo Man. See, I think Repo Man was really hot the movie. So it was, but what's interesting is that was kind of far removed from the other ones. Like Repo Man was like early '80s, and these were more like later '80s into the '90s. Like there was a big gap. It's interesting because what happens in these Rebo movies, like, hey, don't steal my car. <laughs> well, and they, and and they, they fight each other. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, out of all the Rebo movies, which one is your favorite? You know what? The really good question. I would probably say maybe Die Trying because, like, it's just Don the Dragon beating up people because they don't give him his car or to give him their car back. It's like, you're not going to beat Don the Dragon Wilson for your car. See, this is it's a tough one because all the repo movies have, uh, and this could be an episode in of itself, yeah. best repo movies. <laughs> but they, they each have their own, you know, advantages and drawbacks. Like one is Don the Dragon, one has Dan Haggerty, and one has Corey Michael Eubanks. And they all bring different things to the table. That's true. Do you like you like Repo Jake more? I am. I think if, I, if you put a gun to my head, I would have to say Repo Jake to, to me gets the nod because I, I think Dan Haggerty is very likable. Yes, he, he was very likable. Like, hey, man, you, know, you don't have to give me your car. Hey, man. Well, I, but see, he wasn't a pushover. That's true. He was nice, but not a pushover. Yeah, that's a good point. So Haggerty walked that line, whereas – Eubanks and Don the Dragon, as much as we love them, it was very different, you know, from what Dan Haggerty was doing. They were doing That's something true. very different. It's a good point. So I, I would have to go with Repo Jake, but okay, it's, they're they're all good Repo movies. They're all good. If you like Repo movies, those are good ones. Oh, <laughs> to Kill was okay. Yeah, those are good ones to watch. Yes, it's like Reading Rainbow. Yeah, <laughs> it'll make you laugh. Yeah, it'll make you laugh. That was like a kid who. Uh, it was like really excited about her book. And it'll make you laugh. Dun, dun, dun. Um, uh, we have we have Blood Fist Five. <laughs> Let's go right into that. Oh, no, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your Blood Fist flow. No, that's okay. I don't care. Um, I don't remember much about this one. <laughs> well, come on. You know, they just move on. We're, huh? we're gonna move on. Blood Fist Five, Human Target was another Blood Fist movie. Blood Fist Six, Ground Zero. <laughs> I, I love your incisive, hard-hitting review. This is nothing standing out at the moment. Blood Fist Six, Ground Zero has some standout moments because it has Win Irwin. Oh, I love Win Irwin. Yeah, and someone says, "See you on the surface, Gramps." <laughs> to, um, yeah. Now, which is the one that has the awesome boombox with the lightning? That is Hard Way Out when he goes to Ireland. Because that's an amazing moment, definitely a highlight of the entire Blood Fist series. Like, I love those electrical charges you see in movies. Where it's all oh, me too. <laughs> I always like, love those. In fact, when I was a kid, I loved those. That was like my favorite special effect. Like if you so, asked me, it was like I love blue lightning. That was, that's yeah, me, I by like the way. Because <laughs> it's so cool, and it was in a lot of movies in the eighties and nineties. Now in the nineties, you know. I hope they keep doing that, you know, another movie you haven't seen yet, <laughs> these electrical charges. Oh, yeah. Well, there's always going to be that. And when and when you marry that to a, a kid touching a electrified boombox, then you've got a recipe for gold right there. It was going like, oh, he's all shaking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he like, what, is this a blood fist movie? What? Yeah, what is, you ever see these weird scenes in the movie like, this is blood fist six? <laughs> it's like. 
but but that's what makes it all worthwhile when there's a weird wacky off kilter moment the worst is when there's no moments like that sure like i have no time to die i know we just mentioned that but you know there was a laser but there's no laser it's like they're trying to laser out a rock i know we just talked about this but <laughs> well but it's a good example and, and another good example might be coming up with blood match where nothing oh, happened yeah. Well, uh, see on the surface, Gramps was Ground Zero. It was like a diehard in a silo. If you, which I don't think we actually mentioned in our diehard in an episode. Oh, it was, you know why? Because I, I think we watched that after we made the list. Mm. So we forgot that one. But that's okay. But here's so we're mentioning one. it now. We're mentioning it now. It's never too late. We have Blood Fist 2050, which is really close now. We're in 2020. We're only 30 <laughs> years away. I don't know <laughs> if I can wait. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't like this one because it's the same movie as the movie Dragon Fire with Dominic LaBanca or Blanca. And it's the same movie as others in the Blood Fist series and other movies Roger Corman has made. It's the same formula. Come on, it's so much recycling. I mean, it, when they're good, they're good and they're fun. Like a black belt is very similar to Blood Fist, or it's all mixed up in my head now. But but that one has Brad Spider. Uh, that's actually Black Belt 2. <laughs> I I am embarrassed. <laughs> Wait, so, oh, oh, you're right. Yes, Don the Dragon's in, is in Black Belt. Yes, Don the Dragon's in Black Belt. And in Black Belt 2 is Brad Spider, played by Blake Bonner. Right. I know there's yes. a subtitle for Black Belt 2, but it's not coming to me. Fatal something. Fatal Force? Fatal Force. I think it's Fatal Force. Oh, good memory on that. Wow. I'm usually thinking about Brad Spider. He's kind of at the front of my mind. Wouldn't that uh, be, you know, you're, that's close to your name. Brett. Brad. <laughs> Brett Spider. It'd be a great name. Um, you know, but like I said in earlier when we were talking about um, like self-motivation and, you know, um, self-improvement. Yeah. I was like, be like Brad Spider. Be like Brad Spider. It's just something <laughs> I try to always think you know what you know wwbs exactly you know what would brad spider do because you know bug last names could be cool you know you know <laughs> ty ty tyler b brett b you know it's like, <laughs> you, know, you might be able to do a little bit better yeah i'll have to pick some other bugs but so, well i guess there's adam ant you know <laughs> well who's been in a lot of dtv movies yeah, he's in sunset heat with michael Pare. And, and Little Hunter. Richard. And Little Richard in his best role of date. And Little Richard. He didn't shoot anybody, unfortunately. <sighs> he should be on the list of action stars, or should have been action stars. Oh, that's a good one. That's another good one. I, Little Richard was perfect. We, should, we got to tell it to Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I know, he'll be Ryan, listening. we'll tell you later. We'll tell you later, um, buddy. Um, all right, so Blood Fist 2050, um, from my memory, it was a bunch of. It was fighter. formulaic. And... It was nothing. It was just a bunch of nothing. And it was is that the one with just all these dark alleys and you know yes yeah, dark alleys and there's like random stripping footage and then it's matt mullins remember matt mullins oh how could i forget but we'll just we'll just kind of you know jump over to the next thing which is oh here's a good one here's a nice one blood for blood lorenzo lamas i know we're both big fans of this and so if you want to talk a little bit about why you love it uh, go go right ahead the movie is awesome and has a great tagline, which I will now read. Survival is the best revenge. <laughs> is that Travis Blackstone or is the... I am sorry, that is John Kang. <laughs> oh, I, I, I did not remember that. I did Travis not remember. Travis Blackstone is Viper, a.k.a. Bad Blood. Because that's one of Lamas's other really good movies. 
and this is a good one. We really enjoyed this one um, because I'll just read it from the uh, review. This is definitely one of Lamas's best. Uh, then, then on, it's a blur of awesome hair, awesome karate moves, awesome one-liners, awesome gun battles, and did we mention awesome hair? <laughs> I think that says it all, really. Yeah, it says Lamas plays a Cambodian named Kang, which may seem odd, but who cares? <laughs> <laughs> well, again, that's part of the joy of these movies is yeah, they don't always make 100% sense, and that's what's good about them. And for Lamas, just like Viper, it's like he does that really great jump. They, you, people, you got to watch Viper Bad Blood again any way you can, because you got to see this jump. It's, you think you've seen awesome jumps before. Yeah, you've seen Dolph Lundgren jump over a car or Carl Weathers and Action Jackson. This is a new kind of jump, a new level. <laughs> yes, I think that's all we should say. And then I guess we have something in the movie, we did something called lamp fighting. He did some lamp like you fought with a lamp, so we call it lamp fighting. Right, kind of like other movies. They had uh, Richard Norton had fish fighting. Yeah, fish fighting, good. Yeah, a good memory. Uh, Rage and Honor two, hostile takeover. Oh, he has two rather large fish, and he uses them like nunchucks. <laughs> yeah, he just beats people over the head of them. It's great. We gotta love fish fighting. And I think there's also rake fighting. Or oh, in Rage and Honor two? Oh no, no, it's, it's some other movie. It's like a garden implement. I think it's a rake. Um, Memory is not coming to me at the moment. Uh, all right, well, let's move quickly on. To Blood Hands. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, yeah, um, Sean Donahue. Sean Donahue, Teddy Page, he's back with another Blood movie. Now, two of our favorite people together, you can't lose, and you don't when you watch no. Blood Hands. Straight up don't. I guess um, uh, there's middle-aged punks in it. Maps. <laughs> is that... um? Is that chicken tacos or is that? Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Two chicken tacos. That is the yes. rough cut. Oh, that's rough cut. All right. Then I, I won't say that. I'll save that. But uh, there's a classic uh, line delivery by Sean Donahue uh, that involves ordering chicken tacos at a Mexican yeah. restaurant. Absolutely hilarious. I think we won that at least two or two to four <laughs> times. <laughs> you might be um inflating those numbers but i believe we did rewind it i think we won it maybe once <laughs> two to four times i don't remember the third time but two to four <laughs> um let's see about uh we got we wound it but i i'm sorry oh i said but i do remember enjoying that and yeah. pretty much everything sean donahue does is is gold you know what he has a really good output when you think about it, you got blood hands, you got parole violators, you got rough cut, you got um, was he he was in Kill Squad, right? Well, I think his father directed Kill Squad, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And he works with his dad a lot. And right, so um, my memory of him being in it is poor, but. And um, the Savage Instinct, aka they call her Macho Woman. Yeah, I remember that one. Which is just a that's a gem. It, well, it's funny because it looks just like Basic Instinct's title. Right. <laughs> Which is utterly absurd because there's no similarities to Basic Instinct whatsoever. But that's what they did back then, you know. It's always funny to see that. You know, we mentioned this before in Strategic Command. It looked exactly like Executive Decision. And there's that funny one that looks like the tournament. You saw that cover, right, Brett? Um, yeah. Yes. Billy Zane. I think it's called Enemies Among Us. I can't believe I just remembered that. <laughs> And a movie I've never seen. I just remember seeing, like, this looks like the tournament cover. 
Well, I, I can think of a couple other examples. There's the vector sure. file. <laughs> yeah, nothing like the X files at all, Casper. Baby. <laughs> it's called the vector file. And if you look in the box art, it, it might seem a little familiar to you. Yeah, it's a profile for murder. I don't know if it's not an action movie, but it's a, it looks just like the X-Files. Like, it has a big X, but it says, like, M. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think really Vector funny. File has a big V. Yeah, it's really funny. Yeah, and, I, uh, one day I'll get a copy of that. And there's that movie, and I'm hoping you'll remember the name of this. We do talk about it sometimes. It looks a lot like the Siege box art. Oh, Yes, oh, yes, I remember now. It's uh, <laughs> the Apocalypse Watch for Jim. Right, Jackson. the Apocalypse Watch, which I've never seen, but you know, like you, I saw the box. I was like, this looks a lot like the Siege. Yeah. <laughs> of course, it's why? It's a movie yeah, you watch when you're bored. The Apocalypse Watch. So. <laughs> well, I guess that's what they mean by Apocalypse Watch. You know, you can only watch it if <laughs> the Apocalypse is upon us. I don't know. You're bored, you watch the movie. You know, it's. it's so do you think anyone popped it in saying, oh, I really want to see The Siege, and then... Yep. Hey, that's hey, yeah. starring Patrick Bergen and Virginia Madsen. I did not order this or watch this from the video store. <laughs> I'm sure someone it's said that. a very long sentence to say so when, you, when you're confused and annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> I often mention Patrick Bergen and Virginia Madsen when I'm confused and annoyed. When I went to the video store, I, <laughs> it keeps going on and on. I wanted The Siege, but this is the Apocalypse well, Watch. Well, it's um, kind of like turning if you think you're watching Jeopardy, but it turns out it's actually Jep with Bob Bergen. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of like foam bricks fall on your head. <laughs> but interestingly, also with the last name Bergen. Hmm. Coincidence? I think not. Maybe they're related somehow. I think it's different spelling, but oh. they're related. <laughs> <laughs> and some, and if you go back far enough, I'm sure they yeah, are. Yeah, you go back in the Bergen history, they're related. Uh, all right, so we kind of talked about Bloodlink, you know, good horror movie, not really an action movie. That's the next one. Uh, directed by Alberto De Martino, I believe, yeah. and definitely worth watching. Really, if you like Italian horror movies, then why wouldn't yeah. you check it out? It's a good movie. I just got a copy. You know. Oh yeah, I you just bought it recently. Just bought it recently on old Amazon. Um, our next one. Is, oh, we got a bad one. Dun dun dun. Uh, Blood Match. Yeah, I referenced this earlier. It's not good. It, I, I think we both wanted it to be good, but it, we were, I think, legitimately angry at the screen. And it's never good when that happens. The cover is cool. Very. Yeah, it cool. looks cool. Yeah. Because the uh, cover or the tagline of the cover says, "Death is a game nobody underlined plays <laughs> twice." Blood match. There, there's more to it actually. With fist, with foot, with vengeance in his heart. One man takes on the best in a fight to the finish. Tagline, great cover, bomb. So anyone perusing through a video store would pick that up, right? You'd look at it and go, I want to rent this. You know, there's anyone would do that. Any sane person who loves these punching movies was like, this looks pretty good, man. But then you get home, you pop it into your VCR, and what you see is not up to snuff. Because, no. uh, you know, it, it, the whole movie takes place in, a, in what I call the Charlie Rose show. It's a it's a <laughs> it's a black background. Yep. And maybe I think there's just a stupid old like ring. That people find yeah. And it's, it's enough. Yeah. And it's uh, and I believe Benny the Jet or or Kidez, however you say that is involved. And it, yes, none of this is the actor's fault. Thunderwolf. Which, I mean, awesome name. character and like killer instincts. 
Yeah. <laughs> 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 I think it is. I asked this last time, but do you wish your name was Ty Thunderwolf? Absolutely. <laughs> that is another awesome last name. Ty Thunderwolf? Nice. <laughs> but I think we can both agree that this movie is not up to Thunderwolf's high standards. Oh, it's not. According to the plot, you know, an unlikable jerk named Brick Bardo, played by Thom Matthews. I know. <laughs> They're calling him Thom because I'm mad at the movie. But, but we know this is Albert Pun right off the bat because he always uses that name, Brick Bardo, in lots of his movies. Great name, dude. Not really. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, you just burned him. I just burned him again. I know he, he commented on our uh, Cyborg review. He said, oh, I got my comeuppance of this one. <laughs> Which I don't want people to think that's what our site is. We're just a bunch no, of like, it's just you know. Sense. People, the Bad villains movies. get their comeuppance, but sometimes Albert Pun does. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> usually he does because, yeah. yeah. We mentioned this before. We're not a mean website. We're not. We're nice. We're positive. So, but sometimes the movie goes too far. And you have to tell the truth. Yep. Uh, yeah, I guess Thunderwolf plays a janitor named Mike. <laughs> ah. What a waste of Thunderwolf. I, I know, I know. Uh, we'll see. Well, we what we have here it says this is the development. There's a, a bunch of yeah, stuff that's boring to look at in the movie ends. Yeah, basically. But here's what it says: Be warned, this movie is not a punch fighter. It is a fake, a disgrace to the word punch fighting. Seeing as there's no. so much needless juvenile dialogue, we have unfortunately stumbled upon a new breed of awful movie experience: the talk fighter. Oh, talk fighting, yeah. Yeah, I don't like talk fighting. How about punch fighting? Or even <laughs> kick fighting? <laughs> well, preferably kick fighting, because Night yeah. of Kick Fighters is one of the greatest movies of all time. Well, ever. Well, I think uh, our, another guy dropped by on the site, because his name is uh, the guy who played Bomber. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, Michelangelo. Michelangelo. Um, I think I his, I'm that wrong. Oh, his name is Michelangelo in real life? I believe it is, yes. Okay. At least that's the name he goes by, and he was nice enough to comment. And yeah, um, so, if you're listening, him, yeah, we asked him some. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I, no, I, no, no. I'm just saying. I was just thanking him, <laughs> and oh. the off chance he's listening to this okay. for stopping on by and, and you know leaving a nice comment. That yeah, was nice, and he gave us a little behind the scenes info too in the comments. Yeah, I think like Adam West was, you know, he was hitting on everybody. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, well that Andy next. Bauman is a hunk. So. Yeah, yes, you hit on Andy Bauman. <laughs> How can you not? Brett Creed himself. Yes. Well, anything else you want to say about Brett Creed? Your blood or blood mass? Get on the box. Are we're real? Oh well, yes, no, right. I'm done talking about blood match. I can't talk about that anymore. Okay, we done. We done. We out for blood match. All right. We well, out. yeah. Just just to finish my thought, you know, because you know, on the night of the Kick Fighters box, it says uh, Andy Bauman was in Ninja, Ninja Two, and um, some Night other movie, Kill. yeah, Night Kill, yeah, good memory. Yeah. Those aren't yeah. real movies. What well, if they were real movies? We uh, we would have watched them. <laughs> Which you could do that back in the VHS day, or actually back in the days before the internet, because no one can actually oh, yeah. check on this stuff. And then you say, oh, that's right, I did see that Night Kill movie of Andy Bauman. <laughs> right, because it's just generic enough that you think it maybe it is a movie you've heard of or maybe seen, exactly. but it's really just a big psychological trick. That's really unfortunate because I would love to see another uh, Brett Crady movie. I know his name is Andy Bauman. So Andy Bauman, I'd love to see another movie. Unless they are Brett Crady. You know, maybe he plays the same character. We don't know because they're not real. That's so unfortunate. Well, it is. It, yeah. 
Let's just be happy to have what we have. We have Night of the Kick Fighters, which is amazing. Um, we're happy to watch it anytime. <laughs> I should be watching. I haven't seen it since we first watched it. Oh, well, you're due for rewatching. Absolutely due for We should get a copy, too. You do for a rewatch. I, I, I agree. I would like a Blu-ray. <laughs> That'd be amazing if AIP movies were on Blu-ray. Um, but it's Deadly Prey, of course. Yes, I believe that is the only AIP to make it to Blu-ray as of this. Oh, no, Man Killers is on Blu-ray. Oh, Man Killers. Oh, okay, cool. So there's a couple, but you're right. There should be more. Maximum okay. Breakout, you know. Oh, yeah, Maximum Breakout. It's a Maximum Breakout. Or there was that media that went, no. I think we mentioned <laughs> that in another episode, but it was still funny. Was and funny. we might mention it again when we do our AIP episode. Oh, that's right. Well, yeah, we're doing AIP next, I think, is the next ep. Um. Right, we got a real good one after the bad one of Blood Match. Blood Moon. Oh, yeah, Gary Daniels. Yeah, Gary Daniels, Chuck Jeffries, uh, Darren Shalavi. Yes. And Frank Gorshin. <laughs> of course. Um, movie, now, yeah, you watched it last year? Sorry, I caught, I caught you oh, No, no, sorry. I just was going to say that the box is lenticular. Yeah, yeah. That was the first thing I put on, when I, on my new Instagram page about all my tapes. So... That was first. I did it in a video format, so it was kind of cool. You see, uh, you see Gary, and then you see Darren. Because <laughs> there's a lenticular version. There's also a non-lenticular version, but you have the lenticular. I do. Yes, I'm happy to have a copy of that. Really excellent fights. Just a ton of fun to watch. He's on the computer a lot. There's a lot of like '90s computer references. Yes, which we always like to see. Because he's a mind hunter or profiler. Right, and that's before. You know, Criminal Minds or Before my that other show that's on Netflix. Yeah, yeah my Hunter the show, my Hunter the movie with Christian Slater. He said he had questionable hair. No, that was Mind Games, the show. Oh, sorry, never mind. <laughs> Hunter is a movie. It's a pretty cool movie, actually. He's like, yeah, I'm a Mind Hunter. It's <laughs> so, <laughs> not the best impression, but you get the idea. Um, let's see. So. I would definitely recommend this one. This is probably a top recommend from this uh, episode would be to watch uh, Blood Moon. I'm assuming you agree. Oh, yes. Yes, I would. You're going to talk about internet, GPS, texting. It's all in 1997. That's all the hot technology now. <laughs> well, that's that's why the lenticular cover gives you a sense of what you're going to get because that was like almost like their version of a high-tech box. That's a great point. <laughs> We'll go right. Thank you. I agree with your point. Yeah, it's a good okay. Point. I, I was doubting my I own like, point. But... Okay. Well, no, I was no, like, I... kind of cut. You know, it's like not cutting off, but I mean, like, like yeah, good. Yeah. Next movie. <laughs> uh, no, no, please move on. Yeah. Moving on to blood on the badge. <laughs> I, I, I read up the energy on that one. <laughs> uh, AIP movie. I guess that'll be mentioned again. <laughs> so uh, it, it might. Yeah, it might. Do you remember? I, I don't remember much of the plot, but we have a standout star, blood on the badge. Rocky Patterson. Well, yeah, we're all yes, okay, yeah. Rocky Patterson. Yeah, he stole the movie. Joseph Estevez. Oh yeah, good old Joe. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, it, it was a low budget kind of affair that you know they they tried their best and. Yeah, I think uh, we liked it more than Armed for Action. From which it was very similar, kind of made with the same cast, made around the same yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I, mean, I remember, yeah, he plays Milo Truscott, Rocky Patterson. I don't remember much. <laughs> or, is it, or is it Milo Truscott playing Rocky Patterson? We don't know. We don't know. Or, yeah, he's a good old boy. 
<laughs> he's making his way the best way that he can. Yeah, basically. <laughs> or however that song goes. But yeah, since we're not going to go into deep, you know, um, analyses of every single one, you can, if you want to move on, feel free. We'll move on from Boy on the Badge to... I lost the title. Here we go. Blood Red. You want to just move <laughs> off from that one? Just a typical, uh, you know, it's Eric Roberts movie. Dennis Hopper looks like Willy Wonka. Yeah, he has an and, Irish accent. And it's one of the few uh, Julia Roberts movies that's yes. on the site. That's true. So we could, it, from what we remember, it was kind of boring. There was some action towards the end. And it was, I guess, okay to be nice. Next one. <laughs> uh-huh. Blood Ring. Oh, that's a good one. That's an AIP, I think. But, oh, Dale Apollo Cook. Yeah, Dale Apollo Cook. Yeah, he, he deserves his own episode. Well, maybe. He does. Yeah, he does, because this was a good one. Um, it was a punch fighter. We might even mention it in the punch fighting episode. Um, it was pretty good. There was a lot of funny punch sound effects, like sound like some dude hitting a snare drum. <laughs> and there's um, a free Mike yeah. Tyson ear bite. Oh, uh, see, well, I, these DTV movies are always ahead of their time. Well, it's good that we write this stuff down because I it sure is. Because <laughs> I can't remember this stuff. It was a while ago. We saw it all the way. Well, we posted it all the way back in 2011. So nine years yeah, ago. Nine years ago. Nine times. Remember that, <laughs> that reference? Is. Um, uh, okay, we got the classic. No, but that's not to be confused with Enter the Blood Ring. Well, that's you know, true. Enter the, the Blood Ring. Uh, that was Robert Zadar and Malibu. But there was a Blood Ring 2, or was that one of those movies that wasn't really released? I don't know. I've been looking into that for years, and I can't find any information. I think it might be around somewhere. I think it was a real movie made, unlike Bullet 2 and other movies like that. <laughs> All right, well, we'll Bullet have to uh, keep an eye out. You know, the classic Bullet of uh, Tupac Shakur and Mickey Rourke. I guess they made a mm-hmm. sequel of Chad McQueen. Oh, that, I would love to have seen that movie if it was ever made. <laughs> Maybe it'll surface. Yeah, oh, surface there? <laughs> well, <laughs> no, sure, why not? No, I said maybe it'll it'll surface. Oh, first, yeah, I guess that's a good con- Chad uh, connection there. Surface. There. It sure was. was. I guess no one's ever, no one's ever been so excited to ask me. You talking about surface to air? <laughs> <laughs> also with Michael Madsen. Michael Madsen. Just, oh yeah, I'm on a submarine. Oh, it's like. It wasn't very good. I think he shot some people in the beginning, and that was the best part. And there was a sub slug. Moving on. Moving on, we have the classic blood sport. Oh yeah, that's you know what can we say that hasn't already been said? We said that in the um, punch fighting episode. You know, we yes, even I know that uh, a certain Donald J. Trump has his own copy of Blood Sport. <laughs> a special copy. A special copy of only the fight scenes. So that's funny. You know, I you know, love I him or hate him. <laughs> I feel like we might have mentioned this before. <laughs> I have the best blood sport copy of all time. Okay, it's only the fight scenes. Okay, I don't have time for talking. You know there wasn't that much talking anyway. Okay, well, I mean, he he must have said to one of his assistants. Yeah. Could you make me a copy of blood sport with all the dialogue cut out? He must have asked that question to someone. He, he must, and he got a copy. It was great. And it's like, all right, this is my copy. Yeah, that's and I wonder if he, he still watches it today. He might. I think he said he and Don Jr. would watch it together. That's great. I know. It, it'd be funny if he watches it now in, in the old White House. So. 
Well, it, well, but didn't he also say he like someone told him to watch? Was it Phenomena? Oh, no, this is boring. Yeah, oh, Michael. Like this is totally boring. Michael, he's an angel. It's boring. I'm gonna watch Bloodsport instead. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I, that's almost a guarantee that yeah. that happened. I think that's an actual quote from the article. <laughs> so I was like, I like Michael. Very boring. Uh, <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> We'll go to Bloodsport 3 with Daniel Bernhardt and Pat Morita. What's funny about this one, his name is Alex Cardo. 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 Now that you say it. Oh, Cardo. Yes, yes. It's a typical punch fighter. We enjoy it, actually, I think. And we'll just go right to the end where he says, um, you thought it was funny. Um yeah, watch it on YouTube and save the money on your credit yes. card. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, that, I'll, I will always do a pun if uh, I can. I, I'm not, I, as, as you know, I'm not going to shy away from that. <laughs> that was a good one. I laughed when I read that credit card. Oh. But uh, hmm, this, is, this is something funny. I don't remember this at all. It says there's an end credit song called Rhythm of the Kumite, a techno tune where you think at any moment someone will yell, Mortal Kombat. But they do indeed yell blood sport. But rhythm of the Kumite <laughs> sounds like the rhythm of the night. That great song. <laughs> it's just the rhythm uh, of the night. Oh right. Oh yeah. And it's oh, I thought you were gonna. <laughs> I, well, I thought you were gonna put in the Kumite lyrics like the rhythm of the. Kum-. It doesn't fit, you know. The, so the rhythm of the Kumite. See, it doesn't work. Yeah, it, it doesn't work. No, but it must be like rhythm of Kumite or something like that. I don't yeah, no, I think it did have a lot of drums and yeah, you know, it was, it was very drum heavy. Yeah. So that was interesting. Um, we'll go right to oh, I guess he and a, Daniel Bernhardt also wears a tuxedo and we call them Burn Bond instead <laughs> of James Bond. So I guess it's funny also. Uh, All right, so we're almost done. We okay. have we'll get to this lame one. We'll just skip do a quick one. We have a movie called Blood Trail. I guess it's a Western that has Adrian Pazdar, Prophet himself. Remember that show? Uh, I don't remember much. I think there was fast motion. It was boring. All right. So. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw it. So. Yeah. I, it was. It's these old. It's like uh, Lionsgate put it out on these kind of cheap DVDs. Or they they need product back in the early 2000s. It's like, oh, yeah. Blood Trail. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, those, so, those are the type of movies that you said Jack Black was in. Oh. <laughs> No, Jack Black was in uh, The Last Outlaw with Mickey Rourke and um, uh, what's it called? Blind Justice, the movie you mentioned last time um, with Amanda Santi. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, okay, we have two more. All right. We have, we'll do this best one for last. Okay. We have Blood Warriors. Remember this one? I. Uh, who's in it? David Bradley and Frank Zaccarino. Oh, yes, yes. And he has, like, psychic powers. Is oh, the one? good memory. Yeah, I think he does have psychic powers. He, like, stops time. It's a cool idea. Awesome you know. idea. But, it has to, yeah, there's always a but. Yeah, but. <laughs> Do you remember well, why? I, I, my guess, just based on my memories, that they didn't really use the idea to its full potential. But, That's uh, true. But here's another big omission. Mm-hmm. Not only really a mission, but a flaw. You have to wait over 50 minutes to see Frank Zagarino. Oh, yeah. 
We must have gone on Zagarino watch. Yeah, once if you're not in a movie in like 20 minutes, you're gonna go on a watch for us. <laughs> right, and that's what we do. And sometimes we mention that in the review, like uh, we went on Cameron Mitchell watch and yeah. uh, or Ice T watch. We went on Ice T watch for Air Rage. That's <laughs> plus minutes. Well, we shouldn't have watched that to begin with because it's from whatever. <laughs> we should have been no watching. Afterwards, right? Yes, yeah, so that was not one of our favorites. It's another plain slog. And sure. what are you going to do? But, uh, you know, the title is really cool Blood Warriors. Yes. And I, like I said, I do really like the idea. It's just, what do they do with it? They, don't, they didn't do anything with it. Ah, nuts. That was the only thing you have to say for that one. I ah, guess nuts. so. Um, let's see. Anything else we can say about Blood Warriors? Looks like we called it stereotypical stupid. <laughs> That's kind of interesting. But I guess, now, yeah. Uh, we're going to go to our last one. Wow. Okay, wow. Time, time flies. Time flies when you, you do like quick versions. Uh, Blood Street. Oh. This is the last one, so. Okay, there's a couple special things about Blood yeah, Street. Go right ahead. Well, one is it's a rare tape. Not released on any format, at least not here in the U.S., on a small label, well, except for VHS. Yeah. Uh, it has Richard Norton and Leo J. Fong. Yep, Leonardo J. Fong. And I think other people. Of course, Richard Norton, Chuck well, no, I said Stack Pierce. Oh, yeah, exactly. And I remember it being a very enjoyable watch, like most Leo Fong movies are, like most Richard Norton movies are. So it was perfect. Yes, it was very low budget, but who cares? It was a yeah, lot of well, fun. Yeah, that's the low budget. Obviously, that never bothered us. It certainly doesn't bother me. But um, yeah, I know. Do you, you want to tell the story of that, about how you found the tape? Oh, or, sure. We were at Time Tunnel, a place in was that eight, East West Haven. Haven. West Haven. Thank you. And the lady said, "Hey, you, you can get one more tape for free, or whoever it was." Right. So like, you were okay. checking out. You you made your choices at the counter. My, I was making my tape choices. Like, oh, good tape choices. Good tape choices. And then the lady's like, hey, you can get one more for free. It's like, oh, okay, I'll look around. And then, and then I found it. Like, hey, Blood Street. I was looking for that movie. It was just and you were going to pay online. Yeah, uh, I was going to pay oh. 20 bucks online for it. Like that week or that the next few weeks I was going to pay for it. And then we, it was just there on the shelf, which, you know, obviously we had passed through the store many times looking for whatever we could find. And we were, you were, we were about to check out and leave. And yeah. if she didn't happen to mention that, we would have just left it sitting on the shelf. And then time trial closed not long after. Exactly. We would have never found it. It would have been a hard, hard find. Because now it's not even available on, like, on Amazon, maybe even eBay. So. so it was almost like one of those magical fate things that happened, you know. The magical fate tape. It's fantastic. Um, it, uh, the magical oh, fate tape is also uh, a title for a kids movie I'm working on. <laughs> well, it's that movie I found, The Rambler. I guess with Dermot Mulroney. I didn't watch it yet, but I guess people put people's dreams on VHS. <laughs> That's what it says on the box. Yeah. Yeah. So I read the box. Like I must watch this at least. But we, I want to mention a couple things of Blood Street. Oh um, yeah. Okay. It's a Star Wars style crawl text in the beginning. <laughs> Because <laughs> that's important. Oh, they misspelled San Francisco. Oh. Yeah, but it's spelled wrong in the crawl. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I don't remember that. And I don't want to give up too many things, so I'll mention one last thing though. Richard Norton's name is Aldo McDonald. That's he plays the villain. So <laughs> Aldo McDonald. So and Leo Fong's, we'll just say 
special kind of English. It sounds like he's saying old McDonald. <laughs> yeah. And obviously he's the bad guy and he's supposed to be threatening. And he was like, old McDonald is. Uh, yeah. yeah, old McDonald is coming after me. <laughs> well, with his oink oink there. Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous. No, but again, that's the magic of these movies. Yeah, I'm really lucky to have a copy. And I think that's it for the blood movies. Um <laughs> All right, now just yes. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, it's, uh, because all the blood movies, all the you know, Blood Street, all stuff makes me think of that great song by Trickster, which is Blood <laughs> Rock. Remember that song? Well, or, or Blood Stolen, right? Which you always make those mixed up by Judas Priest, yeah. Yeah, this is Blood Rock by Trickster, which I'll now sing a brief bar. Blood Rock, feel the shock. Oh, whoa, I did that. I think we know that the episode's coming to an end now because yes. uh, <laughs> I had to mention that because it made me think of it when I was looking at the blood movies. So let's let's wrap it up with some shout outs. Okay. Anything else you want to say? Or well, did, did you want to go into a deep psychological analysis oh. of why these movies are why blood <laughs> was such a popular? Um, All right, it's kind of like these final thoughts, you know. Yes. Um, you know what? Because blood was hot. Blood is boiling. <laughs> Uh-huh. It's a cool name for a title. Blood, you know, dot, 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 something. You know, look at Blood Warriors. You know, that's a cool title. You said something, something with blood. It's cool, right? So, uh, yeah. In like John Bloodstone, I think that was <laughs> a David Hevner character. <laughs> well, sounds like one. Man, that's an awesome name. Um, I mean, so what do you think? I, maybe it's, you know... Every human being has blood in their body. <laughs> and this isn't Sometimes a reach at all. Like CBS. Well, yeah, well, that's true. Um, so, and no one likes when the blood comes out of their body. Like, even if you just get a paper cut, you say, ow. Yeah, like, oh. ah. Right. So, blood's not supposed to really ever come out. No. So, when it does come out, you go, this shouldn't be happening. So <laughs> this is a bad idea. Oh, no. Yes. To quote the, the cliche of Jack Reacher of uh, the movie. So I guess uh, to, to wrap up this, uh, this reach, um, I, I think. <laughs> okay, sure. So, so when, you know, you get punched or kicked or shot or stabbed or like what happens in these movies, uh-huh. you know, that danger is afoot. And, and so danger so people you know you don't want to watch a talk fighter you want to watch a punch fighter and then blood fighter you know yeah so and that could be a movie title right there blood fighter blood fighter oh nice maybe so really now but go ahead yeah so you know just if you're doing the talk fighting thing you know there's not gonna be any blood so there has to be some sort of mortal danger a mortal challenge you might say yes. and then um, and that's watching real soon, by the way. Oh, well, I certainly hope so. We're going to, I have to promise. Now that has a song. Um, you know, we, what we forgot to do at the beginning of the episode is talk about what we watched recently. You know, I was, I thought that, but I didn't, I, I, I didn't mention it because I thought, well, maybe it's issue. too late. Yeah. yeah. We had that brief issue, uh, you know, on Skype just, you know, earlier. Yeah. <laughs> so, which hopefully people won't hear, but yeah. won't hear it, but we will. We'll, yeah. But we were going to mention that in the beginning. We can mention it really quickly. I'll do mine or because mine All right, still- really fast, and then we'll wrap it up. We'll do things kind of in reverse out. order. We got we got shout out. So our number one shout out is our friend Jill at Jill's Letterbox, 
It's under Jelly Jill on Letterboxd. It's one word. So J-E-L-L-Y, no space, J-I-L-L. Our next shout-out is we're going to give a nice big thank you to Hillbilly's Horrors VHS again for the no contest tape that's coming in the mail. So uh, thanks again for that, sir. And we have an, another fan. His name is Roger DeMarco, and he has a YouTube channel called 3B Video. And his Instagram uh, name is Rotten, R-O-T-T-I-N, Roger DeMarco. And those are the shout outs. Okay. And um, just to throw our hat in that same ring. So if you want to contact us, Ty, if you want to do the contact information. So much contact information. I know. There's a lot. We'll go over the top, which is Ty Action Rocks on Instagram. Ty Come Up is on Twitter. The site itself, comeupinterviews.net. Facebook. Oh, Facebook is the same name. Come Up Interviews on the Facebooks. Uh, Is that and yeah. um, there, there's an email address. Right, email address. CR, crpodcast at yahoo.com. Yes. And I think that you know, maybe you can push back to the next episode what I watched. It was funny. It might have been CBS related. <laughs> mm, you know, how about this? Okay. Since that's by far the most interesting thing anyone's ever watched, uh, <laughs> um, I didn't mean that to come out that way. I meant I wanted to, but it's the most interesting thing. Why don't you just mention that, and then we'll okay, go out on that high note. Right. So I found these tapes at Goodwill a long time ago called CBS Sneak Peek, and it's these you know trailers for shows that are coming out. I found one from 1997 and one from 2001, and the one from 2001 had shows like The Education of Max Bickford, but the people who you know introduce the shows are these uh, winners of Survivor, so they're all flatly <laughs> reading a like uh, a teleprompter like this is the show, the Education of Max Bickford, starring Richard Dreyfuss. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, yeah. Nineteen Ninety Seven had a preview for Me Go, you know, starring Bronson Pinchot. So and it was hosted by Ray Romano, oh. yeah, mm. probes, you know, and they're on those tapes. So it was kind of interesting to watch those. Because uh, were those ever meant for the general public or are those like screeners for like screeners for like television or I don't know, because I only see them at Goodwill. I mean, I don't know. It was only it was really short, too, like 25 minutes each tape. But they're like, hey, there's a hot new show. Yeah, it's a hot new show. (laughs) I assume something like that must have happened. You. Yeah, it's a hot new show on CBS, you know, and it says The Agency. It's like, The Agency? Oh, right, that show from, like, 2001. <laughs> so, so, just from, like, a historical perspective, it is kind of interesting to go back and... Yeah, it's, it's funny to go back. And the Mego special effects look really bad, even for the 1990s. It's just like, he was like, Mego's an alien, played by Bronson Pinchot, if you're not uh, familiar with that. And uh, he's an alien, he's like, it's like a human elf. So... Right. They didn't bother with the, any of the puppetry that went with Alf. They just said, oh, get, let's get Bronson Pinchot to do it. Yeah, that's basically it. And he gets a lot of wacky situations, and that's about it. And then he's but, like in the microwave or something? Oh, no. He's in a ca- <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't know how they fit Bronson Pinchot in a, a microwave. Hiding from Ed Bagley Jr. As you would. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> but but they're very used to they're very used to seeing him around the house. Yes, so it's very nonchalantly now. It's like, hey, Mego, oh, hey, Mego, how's it going? And then, and then Ed Bagley just walks to his, you know, reading his newspaper. Like, and that alone makes it worth seeing, at least on a CBS sneak peek VHS from 
Yes, it was very silly to watch that. But we could probably wrap it up. And um, I think that's the perfect place to wrap it up. So thanks again uh, for listening. Oh, rate and review our site. Our, our oh. site. Rate and review our podcast on iTunes. I know people say it all the time, but it would be helpful. <laughs> yeah. You know, only if you're going to say something nice, of course. Yeah, say yeah. something mean. That wouldn't be very hey, don't nice. Bother. Yeah. Don't bother. Yeah, don't bother. Don't <laughs> bother. Say something nice or nothing at all, bro. <laughs> I, I I think that's a good golden rule to go out on. Absolutely. So I guess uh, thanks again for listening, and we'll be back real soon. Yes, we will. And um, yeah, I, I, I echo that completely. And um, thanks again. And thank you. Th- thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.